Hello and welcome to the Dime Alive podcast. I'm your host, Aloise Surfleet Middleton. Each week I show you how to build a life in alignment with your soul. I interview top thought leaders changing the world with their work. And I also show you how you can build a life in alignment with your soul, do your dharma, be happier, healthier, live longer and have a deep sense of unshakable inner peace. So without further ado, let's dive into the next podcast. Hello and welcome to the Dharma Life Podcast. I am pleased to announce that we are rebranding. You may or may not have noticed, but slowly but surely we have been changing things and I have been adopting my new name. So the Dharma Life Podcast is the new name for the Kitty Talks Podcast. I am taking my new name. So for the last year, I changed my name a year ago. If you have not heard me talk about that, there is another podcast that you can go and listen to all about numerology. So go and look that up. But I changed my name from Kate Waters. Actually, it was Kate Surfleet because I was married to my husband by then to Aloise Surfleet Middleton. Now, why did I do that? Well, I'll go into a lot more detail in the podcast, but in a nutshell, Essentially, everything is energy and everything is a vibration. And it's really important for me anyway, that I practice what I preach and that I am testing out this theory that everything is energy. So a year ago, I decided after having the, do interviewing Estelle on the podcast, I decided I was going to change my name. Now, the reason I decided that was We are all given a birth mission. The date of birth that we are born onto basically tells us our mission. Now, sometimes our name can support that expansion or sometimes our name can hinder it. And I discovered that a lot of my addiction problems, a lot of my self-esteem problems were all kind of held in my name. I had something called a 12-3 vibration, which essentially is very much about well, addiction problems, essentially. So I decided I was going to take the plunge. And a year ago, well, over a year ago, I changed my name. And I have been obviously living into my new vibration. And I also decided that I was going to change the name of Do Your Dharma, because it's important that this program reaches the right people. And it's important that this program, I've now proved it works, like I've been doing it for the last two, three years. I've now proved it works and I wanted to make sure that as many people as possible get the benefit from it. So the Dharma program has been changed. So it's gone from do your Dharma to the Dharma life program. So you will shortly see me rebrand. This will be the Dharma life podcast and my website will be aloise.life. Exciting times. So this week I'm going to talk to you about the easiest way you can attract abundance into your life. And this is not something that is discussed. So it's kind of top secret information that you're going to get on this podcast today. We are going to talk about your soul's blueprint. So without further ado, let's dive in. 
So welcome. The easiest way to attract abundance. Now, who doesn't want more abundance in their life? And let's just caveat this because abundance, we generally think of abundance as, as meaning money. But I think we need to reframe that and look at it in a different way because abundance for me essentially is health and well-being in every area of our life. So we have a successful relationship life, we feel good, we're healthy, we have the money that we need to do our dharma and life flows for us. So abundance for me is definitely a wider term than just money. But how can you attract abundance easily? Well, one of the things that we talk about in the Dharma Life program is how we are all unique. Now, we have been kind of indoctrinated to believe that we are, you know, we, we shouldn't stand out and we all need to fit in. And, you know, most of us have been scarred in childhood in some shape or form where we put the answer, you know, put our hand up to answer the uh, answer the teacher and maybe we got the, the question wrong and we were ridiculed and everything. And we think, oh, we're never speaking up again. And we've kind of been conditioned to stay quiet, to be placid. I notice it sometimes in my programs, even when I, you know, workshops, when I say, has anyone got any questions? And most of us are too scared to ask a question because we don't want to look stupid. So... We have all been taught to fit in and that we're the same. And actually, that's not true. And one of the things we look at on the Dharma program, the Dharma Life program, is we go into great detail into your energy type. And this year, I'm adding an extra feature. I have been studying the Akashic Records. And for those of you that don't know, I'll describe what they are. So the Akashic Records, if you imagine Google... In Google, you can type anything you want to know, okay? The Akashic records are records that are held about your soul's decisions and your soul's choices. So if you follow me for a while, you know I am a believer in each of us came here to evolve and grow. It's our job in this lifetime to evolve and grow and be expansive and to basically become the highest version of ourselves. And we get different lessons in this lifetime and we have different things that we want to experience. And the Akashic Records store and hold those choices. Now, I have been learning in the last... Oh, it must be about nine months now. I've been learning to access the Akashic Records and do work in the Akashic Records. And I've been doing that with my coaching clients as well, because it's a fantastic thing to do that you can support somebody's growth. Now, one of the my favorite parts of the Akashic Records is they talk about the divine soul blueprint. So think about think about yourself, okay? There are things that are completely unique to you that nobody else has. Now, generally speaking, these things that come really easily to us, we don't see as a gift. We just think they come naturally to us. Like I remember, you know, being in my 20s and I had this job in sales and, and I just thought everybody could do what I did. You know, I just, you know, because I, I, I can talk and I can talk and I can talk. <laughs> um, and I really just thought that was what, you know, came naturally to everybody. We, we don't necessarily get shown and we don't necessarily understand our unique gifts. And that's one of the things that we go into deeply in Dharma. And I just wanted to give you an overview of this soul blueprint work, because we are going to be doing this in the Dharma Life program this time around. And it's 
incredible. You know, since I've understood my divine soul blueprint, it has basically given me a map, a roadmap of where I need to do what, what I need to do more of, what I need to do less of, and where I need to really step into my higher self. So let me describe this for you. So a blueprint essentially is a roadmap or it is a understanding of your makeup. So in the Akashic Records, in the modality that I've been learning, there are eight different types of energy centers. So when I go through these energy centers, I want you to have a think about yourself and I want you to see if any of these resonate with you because you might find that some of these really, really speak to you. And the chances are you are will be high in this energy center. And the quickest and easiest way to attract abundance is to align with our soul gifts. I'll say that again. The quickest way to attract abundance is to align with our soul gifts. So what that essentially means is most of us aren't doing our dharma. Most of us are out of alignment with ourselves. Most of us are in a crappy job that we don't like, but because we're scared, we just need to pay the bills and we're not willing to take the leap. Most of us aren't accessing our true gifts. I'm not fully accessing my soul gifts, you know, and I've been doing this work for the last nine years, 10, 15 years, if you count personal development. So this is our life's work, people. This doesn't happen overnight, but by having your divine soul blueprint, it will give you a really good idea of what you need to be doing. So eight different energy centers. The first one is compassion. Some people are much, much higher naturally in the energy of compassion, of community. They're just natural nurturers. A lot of these people tend to be potentially maybe in nursing professions, in the NHS. They're very concerned with family and planetary causes it's a very grounded energy. They're very good at helping people, very good at maybe raising uh, raising and teaching children, social work, nursing, gardening, environmental issues. And community is a key, key thing for this energy type. And if you are made up of this energy type, you know, community will be something that's really should should feature in your life. And if it doesn't, then it could mean that you don't necessarily thrive. So this energy center is called divine compassion. And when you are a compassionate soul, it means that you are naturally drawn to communities, you're naturally drawn drawn to nurture, you're naturally drawn to to people and charitable organization and your gift is kind of empathy. Now you may not see this as a gift. You might not, you might think, oh, I'm just really good with people and people love to spend time with me. And, you know, you might not understand how you can activate that for your abundance. But if you're high in this energy center, it really means that you need to be in some way, shape or form a part of a community, building a community or an integral part of a community. Because you mustn't feel alone and you mustn't feel isolated. You know, you have to be engaged and involved with a strong sense of community and helping people for you to feel at your best. Now, this is the other thing about your energy center is you feel good when you do it. It comes naturally. You feel good. It makes you feel fulfilled. So if we don't use these gifts, 
we can become frustrated we can become isolated we can become we're not shining we're not being who we're supposed to be so is that energy center does that sound like you now sometimes the negative of this energy center is they can deplete themselves meaning that they they do too much for other people you know there is this flip side as well is getting the balance right you must must learn to balance yourselves it's so important that you're serving a community but you're also serving yourself now i'm sure lots of people listening to this are going oh my god i'm definitely high in that energy center <laughs> it's not really one i'm high in particularly i've got i've got no i'm not high in <laughs> i'm not high in this one i love communities but it's definitely not one, not one of mine the second one is divine manifestation so this energy type is very good at building things in the physical plane. They generally, you know, are good at building buildings. They might be good at building wealth. They might be good at building brands. It's kind of a quite dense energy in the sense of that they're all about enjoying the physical plane. They're very good at embracing money, sexuality and the physical body. So, you know, they might be very good at embracing their physicality through yoga. You know, you might find yoga teachers or tantra teachers or people who are very in their body have quite a lot of, of quite a lot of, um, of this energy, basically. And when they lean into that, that's how they create abundance. Like I met a guy the other night at a book launch and he was describing to me about himself and what he did and he was a coach and everything, but he was actually at heart a dancer and he was doing this five rhythms dancing and he was arming and ahhing about, you know, making it his living and his business. And I could just tell from talking to him that he was really high in this energy. And what you'll find that happens is if this is something you're naturally drawn to, if you're listening to this and you're really into your yoga and time, you know, time passes and you just love it and you lose track of time and you just dance or, you know, you're bound to be high in this divine manifestation energy. And the thing about it is, is it this energy will open up more for you when you do it. So it's like, the more you do something, the better you get, but also your energy center then opens up and embraces you and the fact that you're leaning into this energy. So again, if you're stuck and you kind of need the support and you want to go forward, then, you know, the Dharma Life program is for you because we show you how to embody your energy type. So each energy type has a positive and a negative, basically. And this energy type doesn't do so well because they're so physical, because they're so about the physical plane, because they're about the physical body, because they're about manifesting, they're about things that are real, tangible and lasting. They don't necessarily do well in a school system because that's all about sitting behind a desk and learning. And this energy type needs to be out there doing. It's a doer, not a, not a learner, essentially. So children, for example, who are high in this energy type, they won't enjoy school. You know, that's not their thing. So this is why this work can be so, so important because, you know, if you might again be listening to this and think, oh my God, I've wanted to, you know, I've always been loved sport or I've loved yoga and, and I've never, you know, I never thought I could make a career out of it. And, you know, all through school you were frustrated and this is why, basically. It's not your thing to sit behind a desk and be in your head. You need to be out there doing, basically. So does that sound like you? 
Now, the other thing that can happen to this um, energy center, if they're not grounded, if they're not doing things physically, they can distract themselves with uh, abuse, like substance abuse. I think, to be honest, this is true of any energy type because all of us can do that when we're in a negative vibration. But you can, that energy type can get stuck in their emotions if they're not doing or being, basically. So the third energy type that we're going to go on to is divine order. Now, I I haven't done my sister's blueprint, but I can tell you (laughs) now, just because I know her well, that she will have a lot of this energy. So divine order is very much about beauty and aesthetics and perfection and harmony and balance. And they're very in touch with their environments and they like things to be beauty, beautiful and functional. And they're very creative and artistic, essentially. They like things to be organized, orderly and beautiful. And they're very, very artistic. Like my sister is a um, interior designer. And, you know, it just is part of her life. She's so organized, whether it be the shopping to the cupboards. Like when I used to love living with her, we lived together for a long time and it was fantastic because she would be the one, you know, oh, this room's messy. I'm going to tidy it up and put it back together again. And and she would just do that. It was just part of her. And, and as somebody who doesn't do that, it was really nice to live with because I love being in a clean space. I just don't like cleaning it. So this energy type is very, very good at systems. They're very good at processes. They might be good project managers. They like their home, their business, everything to be harmonious and in order. They also have a very strong sense of fairness and kind of karma. And they're very much about not upsetting the balance. You know, they like everything to be harmonious and in balance. But consequently, this means that they might have to look at their boundaries because sometimes people can uh, upset them essentially but they make really really good trainers because they're so well organized people really understand what they're saying they break things down really really well for people now the only flip side to this is they might get too overly organized and they might be too pedantic and they might um almost try to micromanage everybody around them and that could drive everybody around them a little bit too bonkers so remember everybody's energy has a plus and a minus and say for example if you are high in this energy and you're not using it in your business you're just using it in your home you might drive your partner mad but really what you want to be doing is utilizing this energy in some way shape or form in your life So it's really important that we understand our blueprint because the more we step into it, the more things open up. But if we don't step into it, we can cause ourselves, you know, we get frustrated and we get, you know, into this kind of annoying state. So the fourth energy center is divine love. And I always think this is such a lovely one. So if you have got a high percentage of divine love, the chances are that you're going to be a healer. You know, you're very loving, you're very accepting, you're very good at holding space for other people. You know, generally speaking, people just love to be with you. They trust you. They're non-judgmental. And you're just natural, natural healers, natural managers in the business world. People are very loyal towards you because they really like you. So the natural thing for this energy type is they like to be taken care of they like to be nurtured and they um, are really really good when they uphold healthy boundaries 
But the negative to this energy type is somebody who's almost too conditional with the people around them. They have to be discerning about when they give and when they receive. So sometimes, again, it's the kind of similar thing that they can they can they can nurture the wrong people or they can overgive. So when this energy type is imbalanced, there's a lovely, lovely flow of their giving and their receiving. They're giving and they're receiving. So the fifth energy type, and this is who I am, I have 45%, obviously you've got 100% energy in total, 45% of my energy is divine communication. So this is all about talking, (laughs) talking, expressing, uh, writing, it's the realm of the teacher, they're very good with speaking, they're very good at writing. They're naturals, basically, in communication. And the thing about this energy type, which I've really learned, is they're very good in the moment. You know, I think all of these energy types um, come into their own when they're in flow. So what I mean by that is as a speaker, I've learned to trust myself more and more and more because I know what I know what to say. I just have to get out of my own way. And quite often when I'm giving workshops or I'm doing speaking gigs, you know, I sometimes come out with stuff. I remember being in this speaking gig recently and the lady asked me a question and I just, and I was like, wow, I didn't even know I knew that. You know, I came out with this whole stuff that I didn't even know I knew. And, you know, obviously in the moment it was really, really good. And the thing about this energy type, if you feel that this could be you, is you have to utilize this energy because you get better and better and better. Like I found with doing my solo cast at the beginning, I used to be very prescriptive and I used to write down everything I was going to say. And now I just have a few points, you know, if I'm doing something that's more factually based, I'll make sure I have facts that I can put into the podcast. But generally speaking, I'm flowing. Once I start, I know what where I'm going and then I have a few points that I, that I want and need to say. So things have got easier and easier and easier for me. So the more I speak, the more I communicate. My poor husband, because he's probably the opposite of my energy type. He's quite reserved. He's quite quiet. He's quite introspective. He likes to go in, think about things. Whereas I process through talking. I actually makes it a lot easier for me to get to grips with what I'm trying to do when I talk. So these, these energies, this energy type can be really exceptional speakers and exceptional writers. And now what's interesting for me is I've done a lot of speaking in my life, but I haven't done a lot of writing. And I'm currently just writing my first book. And I've noticed that when I write, I get in flow, I really enjoy it. But because I'm not practiced in it, I have that hesitancy to go and do it. And that's just purely because I haven't done enough of it. So, you know, again, the benefit of working with astrologers and seers, you know, is my astrologist said, you're going to write loads of books. And I haven't even written one yet. But it would make sense with my energy type being at 45% communication that I would write a lot of books. The other thing this energy type are very, very good at is they're very good at helping people change their thoughts. So I find that I'm very good at breaking down big concepts and making them simple. And again, this is a natural thing for this energy type. But where you have to be careful with this energy type is if you don't use your unique voice, you can get frustrated or you can. I remember before I started doing this work, I desperately wanted to do it, but I hadn't quite got there. I hadn't quite got the confidence. And I was kind of driving myself a little bit insane because I had all this stuff to say, but I I didn't have anybody to say it to. So it's really important that this energy center uphold their unique opinion. 
and not the kind of opinion of someone else. This is why I love to do with myself. I love to, you know, do this stuff like changing my names and changing the companies and and implementing this work because it gives me a unique perspective on life and how life works. So the whole practicing what you preach thing is about me expressing my personal take on life. And the other thing that this energy center should be very careful not to do is rehash other people's stuff. So are you a divine communication soul? Interesting. So we're on six, which is divine truth. So divine truth is very much about being strong in your truth. So it's about standing up for what you believe in. It's about really upholding what you feel to be correct. You tell it like it is. You're outspoken. Uh, It's very important for you that people hear you. It's very important that you're, you are who you are. You're kind of a consultant or advisor. And we trust these people because they're truth. Like one of my friends is a barrister and she must be very high in truth. You know, you can just see it in how she com- how she comes across. She's very good at un- communicating the uncomfortable truth. You know, calling things out the space and communicating them. You know, children who are high in this energy can be very blunt. <laughs> you know, they might come out and say things that are spot on, but obviously we wouldn't say them as adults. You know, we would uh, probably filter them a little bit more. So divine truth. Are you a divine truth soul? If so, you need to be upholding your truth. You need to be out there speaking your truth. Now, this could come in many different mediums. It could come in verbally. This could come in photography. This could come by, like we said, a barrister, but it's very important that you are speaking your truth and the truth of humanity. So does that sound like one of your energy centers? The seventh energy center is divine power. And this energy center is all about doing, being, whatever you want to be. It's about kind of making up the rules. It's about living life the way that you want it to, to live. They're very good at manifesting. They're very good at, at pulling things into their existence when they're in alignment. Now, I have 20% of this divine power, and I wasn't using my divine power energy. You know, I've learned to use my divine power energy. I was not getting clear on what I wanted to create. I was a bit kind of hesitant. And what I found since understanding my blueprint is that, you know, I now know, for example, I've got a retreat in coming up in two months time and I've got 15 places and I just get very clear on how many places I've got and how many people I want. And then I just put it out in the universe. So what I mean by that is I'll do Instagram posts. I will do Facebook posts. I'll talk to my community. And that way I always feel what I need to feel. So I did an event before Christmas, this First Steps 2020 event. I set the number of people that I wanted, which was 10, and I got it. So this is using your divine power energy. Unfortunately, when we're not clear, so if, if I wasn't, when I wasn't really being clear about what I wanted to achieve in my years or in my events, I, I could manifest a whole lot of nothing because you're sending your energy out but it's not, be, not not in a powerful way. I think this is why I've been a very good manifester over my years because I've always got really clear on what I'm trying to manifest and then I send out the vibration and the, the, the call and then it comes in. So if you're high in this energy, the chances are you're very independent, you're very strong-willed and you like freedom. 
But the flip side of this is you can be busy rather than productive. So this is all about getting really clear on how you want your life to look and then calling it in. These people are very successful in leadership positions. They have a lot of energy. They're strong-willed. They're very charismatic. Money is very important to them. But the other thing about this energy type is because they're so much about power and their own power, and, and it's not as in, oh, I must be, you know, exerting my power. It's about their freedom and living into their power and their potential. They're not very good when it comes to obligation. So they're not very good at doing things because they have to. Nobody should do things because they have to. But this means that if they get stuck in, they, they should do this or they should do that, it really drains them and it's ne- not a positive thing for this vibration. So the final one is divine wisdom. And this is all about understanding wisdom. It's understanding the universal energies. It's understanding how the universe works, essentially. Most wisdom people are very intelligent. They are very wise. They know a lot about everything. They make really good coaches. Um my husband is very high in wisdom. I'm high in wisdom too, about 20%. And they're very good at breaking things down and making them simple. They're very good at supporting people with their reason, with their logic. But it's important that their wisdom is valued. So if no one really wants to listen to them, then they can get disheartened, I suppose. So those are the eight energy centers. And what is powerful is when you understand your blueprint. So I said to you that my blueprint is 45%, 45% divine communication, 20% of wisdom and 20% of power. And my other energy is truth. So I've got like 5% about truth. It's important to me to speak my truth. Now, when I started doing this work, I got given where I was at and this is the powerful bit and this is what we'll do in Dharma for you and we're doing it on my retreat as well. So this is your archetypal blueprint. This is, you know, when you reach this level of percentages in your energy types, you will be in direct abundance mode because you are totally utilizing and channeling your energies to their exact degrees. Now, when I first started doing this work, I think I was using 30% out of my out of my 45% in communication. So I knew I needed to ramp up what I was doing with regards to speaking, talking, writing. Now, I think I'm up about 30, 36 or 37% now. So I've still got just under 10% to go. But it was very, very powerful for me to understand where I was in alignment or where I was out alignment. So if you're interested in this, this appeals to you. This is one part, this is one module that we do in the Dharma Life Academy. We give you your energy blueprint. We give you a divine soul blueprint. And essentially, we show you how in or out of alignment you are with your divine soul blueprint. And then you will walk away knowing what you need to do more of. Exciting times, exciting stuff. So currently we have an early bird for the Dharma Life Academy. You are welcome to come and join us. The price is going up. It's uh, 3.95 at the moment and it will go up at the start of April to 5.95. I'm doing a massive online campaign. We are doing the Follow Your Highest Excitement Challenge. 
I've updated it. It's going to be different every time we go to the next level. So if you've done it before, come and do it again. It's amazing. Everything to play for. It's a busy year. I can feel it. I can feel that everybody's going to the next level. The veil is thin. Now is the time to do the work. We need you on this planet to do your dharma. So as ever, if you have enjoyed listening to this podcast, please go and share it on your social media and tag me. I always retweet everything or reshare everything. So it would be lovely to get to know you. Come and say hello. Come and follow me on Instagram if you haven't already. Come and say hello. I'm very friendly. <laughs> and we also have a free Facebook community if you are interested. It's called Kitty Talks or it might be, I'm not sure we're changing the name of it, but if you type in Kitty Talks, it will come up. But thank you so much for listening. Lovely, lovely. I hope you got something out of that podcast. And we will see you next week on the Dharma Life Podcast. Thank you so much for listening to the Dharma Life Podcast. I do hope you got something out of that. Fascinating stuff. What is your blueprint? Do you have any idea? I'd love to, for you to share with me which, which um, energy types you thought you were listening to that podcast. Come over and say hello. As you know, I'm on Instagram, kitty underscore talks. Thank you so much for listening to the Dharma Life podcast. I do hope you enjoyed this episode. Please come over and say hello on my Instagram, our Facebook group. And also, please let me know what you thought. So if you are listening, please take a screenshot of the podcast that you are listening to. Tag me on Instagram and I will reshare your post. And please let me know what it is that you got out of today's episode. Remember, when we do our Dharma, we are happier, healthier, we live longer, and we have a deep sense of unshakable inner peace. Mm-hmm.